Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow. With me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here. You guys are smaller than you've been for months. Because, Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to the gym lately. I've, uh, I've exactly, been trying to that's eat right. right. Yes. Because <sighs> we're all eating well. No, because for the first time since... I feel like 2020. I don't know if we had a hiccup in between now and then, but um, we're, we're back on Zoom. Mm, mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember the last time we would have been on Zoom, uh, which is a lovely privilege to to have over here in Australia. <laughs> yes. yes, that's true. But boy, howdy, when it gets taken away, do you immediately go back to like, ah, fuck! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I was in uh, Western Australia, Perth, the... Um, I think up until this week, the most unaffected by COVID city in possibly the entire world. Mm. And uh, while I was there, they had a uh, they had one case which sent them into a snap lockdown, which meant that our government uh, in Victoria um, uh, dictated that basically I got home today and I've had to get a test and I have to wait until I get the result. So I can leave dictated's now. the right bloody word, mate. <laughs> bloody dictated. Uh, whoever's not Dan now, because Dan hurt his back. I don't remember the guy's oh, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I did hear this as a conspiracy theory that um, Perth's state of emergency was about to lapse the day before the, this case materialized. So I, I did oh. hear. I did hear a bit of that, like, interesting coincidence, isn't it, that uh, this case yeah, appeared is. right before the state yeah. of emergency was about to end. Yeah, it is an interesting coincidence. Yeah. It is. Just, just a coincidence. Yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. Hey, we can all yeah. admit it's interesting. Funny timing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is funny <laughs> that it happened There's nothing else then. going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings, pretty interesting story, isn't it? Pretty interesting <laughs> stuff that happens in that. Mm. Interesting to me that you didn't choose Mortal Kombat as the movie to reference there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, uh, flashy, pretty flashy, isn't it? Mm. But I don't know if interesting. Mm. Yeah, we, we all. Uh, so, um, Tommy, that meant that. So you're back in Victoria now. Yeah, you're, yeah. I so I house. spent most of the last week thinking that I would have to isolate for two weeks uh, mm. because uh, Perth was a red zone classified by Victoria. Uh, and then last night it changed to an orange zone, which has, has meant that, yeah, all I have to do is just wait a day for the results and then we, we will be back to normal uh, next week, unless, of course, I have COVID, um, in which case I think I'll have bigger problems than what to do for an episode of the podcast. <laughs> Not me or Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least. <laughs> yeah. You'll be in a red zone and we'll be in a time zone playing video games because that's what we talk oh, about. Yeah. Fuck. On Filthy Casuals. It. Are there still time zones? 
Uh, yes, my hotel, the window of my room looked out over a time zone. So I spent wow. three days in lockdown in Perth just staring at a time zone out the window. <laughs> Damn, and the time zones in Perth are three hours earlier as well. Yes. 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 You, get you, don't, in you don't have to be in real life to mate. make... <laughs> the greatest yeah. joke in the world could still happen over Zoom, I'll tell you that much, yeah. boys. They are... Uh, they just got Miss Pac-Man over there and the locals are fucking furious about it, let me tell you. <laughs> What's bloody next, fucking they invaders? Because <laughs> space is a gender, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so we are, yeah, we're doing this uh, remotely, three separate uh, locations. We will be talking about the Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, later on in the episode, we've got a few other uh, news things to announce. Oh, rounding out the trio, Adam Knox. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, so on the plane today, uh, I finished, inverted commas, uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Um, mm. I, I did a quest and then a very insignificant little cutscene happened. And the next thing I knew, I was looking at credits. Um the game ends very weirdly and abruptly and mm. sort of unnecessarily because it you know it keeps going you can still keep doing high level quests and stuff and the story right. is so non-existent that you have to wonder why they felt like they even had to put in an ending but uh mm. lucky for me they uh, announced what was it last night they had a monster hunter event um mm. announcing uh, further further updates there's an update i think today that added some new monsters and uh an update in may that is gonna conclude the story the riv- the riveting story of monster hunter rise that we're all we're all just on the edge of our seat waiting yeah. to hear how it ends who in the village is gonna give you more items <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's so cool. That it looks like as with here we go. Now we're, we're back. back on Zoom. God. God. <laughs> <laughs> so they they did announce a bunch of extra stuff. They announced what free DLC or an update, like an automatic update. Uh, they also announced paid DLC. Uh, is that that's that was one of the things for Monster Hunter Rise. Um, I that think I all saw. of the anyway. The, yeah, I think the paid stuff is like cosmetic items. I could be wrong on that, but I think all of the more gameplayish stuff is all free, like it was for Monster Hunter World until they did the big expansion. I think it's all free right. stuff uh, for now. And, yeah, and then, the is bulk of right? it is the bulk of it is just like a couple of new monsters every couple of months, right? That's that's most of what it is, and that's the Which free is, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, the free yeah, stuff. Yeah. Also, I think like a level cap increase for, for hunters and mm-hmm. yeah, like a conclusion to the story. Yes. Um, but yeah, it uh, feels feels weird to have essentially finished that game. I mean, I've, I've talked about this before, but I've, I kind of have a, like a weird thing, like seeing a, seeing a credit screen in my head is like a really hard like mm. barrier to get over, to go back in, even though I know there is like so much more game. It's just... Physically, like seeing that screen, kind of makes me mentally um, uninvest a little bit because I sort yeah. of think like, oh well, technically that's the that's the end of the game. Even though, mm. yeah, I don't I don't really know why they bothered with any of that stuff in this one because the yeah all of that all of the sort of story stuff is and it ends at at level at, at level four like four star rank and it, it keeps up going seven. up until like seven yeah so yeah. it's mm. it's really strange but um. 
But yeah, so heaps more support coming for that game. And they showed off a bunch more stuff of uh, Monster Hunter Rise, the kind of cell shaded RPG. Oh, sorry, stories, yeah, Monster Hunter yeah. Stories. Yeah, Stories uh, the, 2, the, which I didn't know there was a first one, but yeah. Mm, yeah. It was on the, uh, um, the three-dimensional S, I believe. Oh, okay. I, I, I half assumed it must have been like a Japan-only release or something because I'd literally never heard of it. But um, yeah, Monster Hunter Stories 2. It looks sick. It looks to me... Like, I liked Rise and I liked the gameplay of it, but there was nothing about the story or the... I guess the aesthetic was nice, but nothing that kept me coming back for more. Um, gameplay aside, Stories 2 looks sick. It looks fun. It has a cool style. Uh, yeah, I think everything about it was a little more appealing to me than, than just the, your vanilla Monster Hunter. Yeah, I like the art style a lot. Like, I'm looking forward to playing it, especially now, like, getting, getting the hooks in from Rise and sort of, like, up for more stuff in this, in this kind of world. Mm. Um, with this kind of lore and everything. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it is a much better use of the Switch hardware to make a game that looks like this. And I know it would have been stupid to do this, but you kind of think, like, if Monster Hunter Rise had this art style, y- you know what I mean? I know that would just mm. be completely going against, like, what the what those games kind of traditionally look like and what people want out of it, but it would certainly be uh, a lot more visually impressive and appealing than this kind of game that is barely able to run on the hardware but um yeah and there's a there's a few kind of crossover things if you have the two games i think you can get uh, armor in armor themed from one game in the other and vice versa so that's kind of cool that they're they're linking them up if you've got a save file on there already uh another um another piece of news in the last couple of days super mario party got an update where you can now play it online um which is just such a random update for a game that came out two years ago. It's very, yeah. very odd to just kind of do out of the blue so long after the game came out. I, it feels I like someone like woke up and went, oh, fuck. And then like went <laughs> yeah, and hit the yeah. button they were meant to hit like uh, right. 18 months ago. It's, mm. it's that or equally funny is the fact that they've been working around the clock for two years straight <laughs> to try and get online play working in this game and they just have not been able to crack the code and then someone finally carried the one and then they're off they're like yes finally we can release it but uh what's a fucking login (laughs) (laughs) i mean Uh, yeah yeah, i like that game i got excited when i saw that i thought cool update maybe they've added some more mini games and stuff cool an excuse to dive back in but yeah i I don't think i touched it since we reviewed it and I have to assume it's one of these things on Nintendo's schedule of like every month we have to give people a reminder that online is a service that they can get, which is fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, this this one seems like it should have had online from from launch to Mm. me, right? Like it's a party game in a world. I mean, yes, the Switch is mobile and, you know, you can take it around to parties and shit, but it just seems like a no brainer to be able to play this online from the start. Especially when, mm. like, because the online thing is good, but yes, it should have probably had that. And to add the online and then not add any more, like, actual kind of content to that game, like a new board or new mini games or whatever, which I never yeah. played that enough, similar to you, Ben, where I mm. was doing the same thing again and again and got sick of it or whatever. I jumped out right after kind of doing everything and being like, okay. Uh, but mm. that is the main uh, bugbear I've seen people have with this is that, yeah, to, to add the online without giving people a reason to replay 
or you know go back to this game when they've maybe already done all of the relatively limited content in right. there is mm. very odd. Yeah. I mean, even if you're someone who loved it and would have really loved this feature at the time, you've, pr- yeah, presumably moved on by now. Like, mm. you you know, mm. and if you haven't, the go. you probably should. It's time to grow <laughs> yeah. up. Take a fucking look in the mirror. Yeah. Life ain't a Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> haven't bought a single game since Super Mario Party on the Switch because they, <laughs> they perfected the video game with that one. I've seen no need to go in on anything else. Honestly, well, it doesn't it. get I've any better than that. I've got the Ur game, Super, uh, <laughs> Super Mario Party. That is what it is. And it's also, it's like, nah, didn't it's bother a, with it. It's a board game and a video game, so I've covered mm. two mediums there. Yeah, and I role play in it. I, I, I've I covered, just go, bah! if I'm Mario, I've covered I go, a, a medium, bang. a medium to to you know average, maybe. That's yeah. one of the mediums I've. Co- oh, you know, it's it's mm. yeah. I, I don't remember being particularly. Into it at all, even at the time, because we played it like with four of us, I think, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the yeah. same as all the other Mario parties, where it was, you know, it's fun for what it is, but it's not really swinging for the fences with what it's doing. Mm, yeah. So mm. it well, achieves and, the, I mean, the low bar it sets. Waiting this long to add online to it, the other thing about it is, you you could almost, you kind of almost could justify not adding it at all because, like, the the actual fun of the game is being in a room with other people and, like, you know, someone randomly gets a whole bunch of stars which means that they win so you get to do a lot of trash talk and stuff it's like especially with nintendo not having any voice chat options the idea of just playing this online with absolutely no interaction with the people you're playing with whatsoever (laughs) is kind of psychotic (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if Uh. i prefer like completely silent online super mario party or constant N-word online Super Mario Party, <laughs> which is the other uh, internet option. So maybe they've made the yeah. right choice. Hey, the, you just stole six stars off me. You don't need to also tell me that you fucked my mum. Like, honestly, I'm, <laughs> I'm already reeling here. <laughs> uh, speaking, uh, as Ben did earlier, of 3DS games we didn't know existed, uh, mm-hmm. something else that happened is they announced a great Ace Attorney Chronicles. So... Oh. Yes. Similar to that Phoenix Wright uh, trilogy thing that they put out not that long ago, this is two 3DS Ace Attorney games that I didn't know existed. They were released mm-hmm. in Japan only, and they're set in like the 1800s. They're like a olden days uh, Ace Attorney lawyer game. If you've never played them, they're like adventure kind of uh, puzzle-solving, visual novel-y type of games. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is sick. This is essentially for, you know, people in the Western places, two new Ace Attorney games. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to PS4, Switch, and uh, Steam for, I think, full price for the two of them, but that kind of makes sense. It's two games, and they're both Mm -hmm. more recent than the other ones, and they're both, you know, redone for these consoles. So that's a cool surprise, all translated and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking sick. I mean, I've been... been Thinking a lot about detective games lately because I I clocked uh, Disco Elysium and was like I think this is the best one I've played and it it is yeah kind of a, an adventure or adventure genre detective mm. game and it's a, a lot about a, a preset story that you can explore um, but it just it's so well written it it got me hankering for some more detective games and I mean it's like they were bloody have read my mind and they they predicted my wish list and <laughs> put in all this work years uh, in advance to release these games right now. 
I've got awesome. horrifying news for you, Ben. That is exactly mm. what happened. This Fuck is the out. moment you find right. out the world does revolve around you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the moment I realised that buying an Oculus Quest 2 and so, uh, hooking it up to my Facebook account was the terrible idea that everyone warned me it would be. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just imagining a version of the Truman Show, but he's just, all he really does is game. And so it's like they're up in the control room and he's like, Fuck, I wish they'd put Crash Bandicoot in Smash and then they're like, <laughs> the next day. <laughs> would you like some of this? On him. Some of this Corbin's brand uh, cocoa. It's the best cocoa I've tasted in perfect gamer fuel, Truman. (laughs) Who are you talking to? (laughs) Who are you talking to? I fucked your mum. Who are you talking to? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they they seem cool. Um, We'll probably Mm. play them between us. And also because there's those two Famicom Detective Club games coming out soon. So there's a whole bunch of Japanese only uh, now translated. I guess Nintendo has some translation team that has just decided to do these maybe there must be this strikes me as someone who like is has free reign over what nintendo products they want to translate and just loves detective games it's such a weird coincidence yeah yeah or is it just them looking through the back catalog or the recent catalog and going like well how can we plug some gaps in our release schedule in the west over the next little while sure um, might be that yeah I mean, there's a first know, time these, for these everything if they thought titles. that <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and those ones, um, I just watched another trailer for them today, which I think is a, is newish. It only came out within the past couple of days. That's getting released in, is it Ju- June or July this year? July They're 27th. In like two weeks. Oh no, sorry. I'm thinking of something else. I thought they Famicom were Detective soon. Club, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that, oh, sorry. I thought that's what you're talking about. Those, no. one, those ones are out soon and the Ace Attorney ones are out in July. Oh yes, sure. Okay, yes, sorry, yes. So you can um, be a detective yes. for the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, hell Famicom, yes. uh, Famicom Detective Club in uh, Famitsu, the Japanese magazine this week, uh, got a score of like sevens and eights, which I think might be the lowest score that that magazine has ever given out. They yeah. are a uh, notoriously hyperbolic <laughs> reviewer. Yeah. From what I've heard of that magazine, that means they were paid the lowest amount to review them. <laughs> Apparently that is just how that one yeah, works. That's- that, that little sense. translator in there couldn't really couldn't really rustle up enough money to uh to pay to get the good scores. It's cool. I know but, we've talked uh, about like E3 and coming back and all that sort of shit lately, but E3 being gone being replaced with just suddenly waking up and being like, "Oh, okay, here's a weird thing and it's coming out in a month and a half. Sick. Mm, I, I yeah. like this. It's a lot yeah. of a lot of fun this way." I mean, any other year, the announcement of Super Mario Party getting online support two years after release would have been the tent pole of Nintendo's E3 presentation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would have. It would have been the one more thing at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Doug yeah. Bowser would have been out there being like, "Guess what, everyone? The World Wide Web is the next big thing, and Mario is joining. <laughs> He's logging on mm-hmm. to surf the." Blah, blah, blah. F-Zero um, would be trending on Twitter because they didn't announce anything to do with it and instead announced Super Mario yeah. Party Online. F-Zero was just the rating that they got for their Switch presentation. <laughs> <laughs> An F and a zero. Um, but, uh, hey, speaking of... Uh, you, well, you referenced it just a second ago, Ben. Uh, we do need to follow up on something from last week when we were all in the same room. And the, uh, the Madman button got a thorough honking <laughs> in the final couple of minutes of that episode. Uh yep. We are now a 100% Oculus Quest ownership 
podcast. There it is. Mm-hmm. Can you see my thumb pointing to it in the frame here of my Zoom call? You... Yeah, but is I it slightly out of frame? I can't frame? see it. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's in the background there. You oh, can't see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can right. see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There okay, it is. Yeah. You're extra- um, I'm doing this Zoom for a thing on a phone, so that's very, very small for me. But yes, I can see it now. Yeah, I can see that you can see it because I could see the reflection in your glasses as you leaned up to the <laughs> phone to squint. <laughs> um, yeah, I bought a, a Quest 2 to replace my Rift S because almost purely because Resident Evil 4 is coming out on the Quest mm. and mm-hmm. I really want to play that in VR. It looks great. Um, or, you know, it looks like exactly what they say it's going to be and that game is great. I don't know if it'll be yeah. an amazing VR version of it or not. We'll see. But in terms of having, so you both got a Quest Two and had had you you'd done PlayStation VR before that, but no other mm-hmm. type of like PC VR, right? Is that am I on the yep. money there? In terms of owning stuff, yep. yeah, yeah. So I think as someone who's gone from the Rift S, which is PC only VR, to the Quest Two which is like, if you don't know, it's an independent headset that's completely wireless and it can run games just natively on the thing. It's got a, you know, relatively powerful for how small it is kind of little computer in there and it can run, Mm. um, you know, high frame rate but pretty basic looking versions of uh, VR games. Stuff like Beat Saber and whatever though is perfect on there because it's not too demanding and uh, the wirelessness really adds to it. So it is way better to have a wireless VR headset. I am yeah, much it, preferring it, that aspect of it. It's, it. it's it's crazy how I think it it's what takes it from um, a tech demo like, okay, we're early adopters of this thing that isn't ready yet. You know, PSVR is so clunky. It's like got four cables coming out of it. It's heavy. The screen sucked. Um, but it was like, hey, you know, we're on the, the, the bleeding edge of technology and this is fun for that reason. Mm. This takes it into the actual like futuristic thing that you think it's going to be because it just so works. You know, it's like an Apple product. It's like they just figured out like, yeah, making it wireless at the expense of maybe some co- computational processing power is, is worth it. It's totally yeah. worth it. A hundred percent. So the trade-off... Um so it, it does still function with a PC. There's a few different ways you can do it. You can get a cable, which I haven't tried yet because part of what uh, is an improvement is not having a cable because it turns mm. it from like the Rift kind of felt more like when you had like a, a, a racing wheel or something like that where it's a cool mm-hmm. peripheral that you're like, hey, this is really immersive and fun, but it's a hassle to set up uh, and it it's like it's not so additive to most experiences, maybe Half-Life Alex excluded, that I'm going to mm-hmm. bother with it a lot of the time. I would just not think to do it, you know, because it, it, it that, that cord didn't quite go to where I needed it to in my apartment, that sort of thing. Uh, right. Having this and being able to connect via my router, my router, mm-hmm. um, to the computer and play like full pc vr games on it is fucking crazy and it isn't <laughs> it as really good is. it isn't as good as the rift s looked there's a bit of right. you know you're watching a, a video feed of the gameplay being sent wirelessly to the headset so it I, and i'm also i'm in an apartment with lots of wireless interference because everyone's got mm. a modem 
uh, there's seven different floors in this apartment building. So uh, it, it definitely, you can tell that it's struggling a little bit more in like peak hours from my experience so far. Mm-hmm. But the trade-off there of seeing sort of a compressed video feed of the game rather than the more the, the clearer version that I got on the other Rift, it's such a w- worth it trade to make. Because the the feeling of just walking around with nothing on you, like fucking Pinocchio, just stepping around your house, no strings attached, is incredible. Yes. What the fuck? Yes. It's great. <laughs> and so it's not that hard to set up. There's a thing called virtual desktop, which you can use. And as of right now, Oculus also have their own native wireless thing that they just put out this week. Crazy. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, immediately yeah, right. after I spent $40 on virtual desktop, they were like, hey, by the way, fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah, because uh, they also okay. had their presentation uh, like yeah. right yeah. after we did last week's ep where they showed off a bit more of Resident Evil. They didn't announce anything No. Um, too drastic. There's a new, there's a snowboarding game by the guy who made uh, 1080 snowboarding back in the day. Mm, that right. looks kind of cool, but um, some, some little content packs announced kinda, for existing yeah. games, but... Yeah, nothing, nothing major, nothing super interesting to me. Smaller stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through it. There's like some Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge Part Two, um, which you know Star Wars stuff tends to have a bit a, a budget behind it, which is good for VR shit. Lone yeah. Echo Two, yep. um, which I think Lone Echo was sort of like one of the big Oculus. You know, I, I guess if they had a, a sort of showpiece game, that was one of yeah. them. Um, more pistol whip stuff, which I haven't played yet, but pistol yeah. whip is sort of a, uh, um, maybe you talked about it, Tommy. It's, you know, it's like a combat version yeah. of Beat Saber. Yeah. I can't remember if I talked about it on here or not, but it's kind of halfway between super hot and Beat Saber mm. where, mm. yeah, you're kind of, you're like on a, basically on a conveyor belt going forward and in time to music, there'll be people that kind of jump up and you have to like dodge their bullets and shoot mm. them in time to the music. It's kind of like... John Wick, like Matrixy sort of, yeah. It's 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 fucking really cool. So yeah, it's mm. c- good to see that it's getting uh, some kind of content pack and add on for. It, I think which I think is free as well, which is cool. Yeah, there's a free update to that Walking Dead game that's on there as well that I really oh, want to try yeah. out and still haven't. But a lot of the yeah. more interesting VR games are still only on like a PC PC. Uh, to me, mm. at least, like the VR kind of add-ons to existing games, I find interesting, like No Man's Sky and that sort of stuff. I want to get into right. more of that house flipper VR and things like that. And the fact oh, that I sure. can now do that without having a just with the setup that I've got here, fuck around with plugging in cables around the back of a PC awkwardly and doing all of that sort of stuff, um, it's massively changed how appealing it is to me yeah. and it works well enough that after a few minutes unless i'm thinking about which you know i i i'm annoying with this sort of stuff where i do think about like does this look as good as the other one did but like right. for the most part it looks fine and it runs fine and i've been able to get it to work quite well um so it's not really bothering me it's not quite as good but i think it's the sort of thing that the technology seems to be in there to get better this air link thing which is there proprietary thing uh right it's, they it, are in beta with that right now and they say it will improve so uh, and it works pretty well now so it's it's fucking cool as hell and uh the the oculus quest 2 is the best vr headset available currently yeah get on as it as we check w- check one out yeah have a look and uh 
get connected to the the Facebook network. It's get, it's get also tracked, got baby. you know, <laughs> it's got what you want out of something like that, which is if someone's around at your house and you want to show them how cool it is, and they don't nest, they don't have one, or they're not as familiar with video games. Yeah. It's so easy. It's like chuck it on. They hold the little things. They just move it around. Push the trigger to select a thing, and then you you're off and away. Like whereas. Totally. Trying to show someone Beat Saber on a PlayStation 4, just like, Oof. you know, you could have those funky move controllers and you got to sort of say, oh, it might it might lose sight of you a bit, you, <laughs> yeah. the camera. It's like the fact that you can hand it to someone. And I've done this with friends and they're like, oh, this is so fucking cool. Like that's what you, you want, just being able to like pass it over instantly and be off. You can take it with you if you want. It's tiny. It's portable. It's so yeah. light. Yeah. It's so easy to use. Um, the one negative as well, or the other negative as well about it being wireless is that the battery life is pretty small. It'll last yeah. maybe a couple of hours. Um, I mean, because it's a VR thing, it's unlikely that you're going to want to have that thing strapped to you and be in a VR thing for more than a couple of hours maximum anyway. You're right. probably going to need a mm. break within that time. So it uh, doesn't matter heaps, but definitely uh, with Half-Life, I probably played that for more than two hours at a go on the rift so you know whether or not that'll become annoying at some point uh you can have it uh you could have theoretically though have it plugged into power while you were i mean you you are sacrificing that complete wirelessness of it but you could you could have it just plugged into the charger while you were if you wanted to get an extra long cable and and do that if it was something that you were playing seated that you really wanted to strap in for a session so yeah You'd have to get a yeah. certain type of cable with a certain wattage and all that sort of stuff. Not all of them will actually give it enough power to charge it. Oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, have noticed that. Yeah, um, but I, I'm I've had it since October and it's never run out of battery on me when I've been playing it. But uh, that is yeah because I've only played Half Life Alex for thirty to forty minute sessions probably, and yeah, other stuff. It's like I pick up and play Beat Saber for twenty minutes straight and get tired out i'm like yeah that was a good exercise and pop it down right. and or i guess get in the habit of putting it back into charge after every use um, yeah exactly but that's just my personality is i do that with my phone anyway as well I, i'm just Fuck. a constant plugger in <laughs> um, it's also but yeah, thinking, you're you are right it's now i'm thinking that i want to use mine after though. this <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to be in there for fucking eight hours anyway, or you you can't yeah. take it off after that point. You get stuck in the machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you grow into it. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, one last news story. Uh, there was an assassination <laughs> attempt on the makers oh, of God. Genshin Impact. Uh, yeah. during the week, someone broke into their offices with a with a knife in my head when i hear assassin i i think sniper rifle i i just immediately mm. classify that as the uh the the preferred instrument of the assassin but yeah. uh this guy got in it was because they added some bunny costumes to another game that they make and it was only available it wasn't available in china yes uh, it wasn't available in china yeah and then it wasn't it was, available it in was china so taken as yeah. some sort of disrespectful act um the news report i read i think it was on GameSpot or something was like it is unclear whether they wanted the dlc or because what ended up happening was what they me it's mihoyo is the company they did include it or they then just deleted it from every region i don't i, I wasn't clear on what exactly happened i think they 
added it eventually into the Chinese version, possibly. I would have to uh, go back and read the article again. And that's just simply a bridge I'm not willing to cross. But <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I, it, whatever, I mean, it's kind of immaterial what the thing was because it was fucking <laughs> yeah. uh, petty, you know? It was a, yeah. it, literally yes. an insane reason. Reminds me of that dude who um, burned down that animation studio in Japan. It's that sort of level of just oh, yeah. overly attached, yeah. in quotes, fan of something just being... And look, mental health is an important uh, and uh, deep and complex conversation. This guy's fucking yeah. crazy as shit. And yeah, there's never <laughs> yeah, an excuse yeah. for assassination, I feel like. I think once you reach the point me. of assassin, I don't yeah. give a yeah. shit about whether you've had your free mental health plan or whatever. Like, once it gets to assassination, right. like, yeah. you're off the grid, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm allowed, like to, a I'm allowed to say that you're right now, fucked Nox. in the head without feeling like I'm being disrespectful or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're obviously joking about that to some extent, but also like, yeah, it's just such a bizarre uh, thing. And good thing no one yeah. was hurt, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So duh, 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 it's not clear if the individual who snuck into the Mihoyo Mi, offices was upset. Mihoyo are the ones who used to do uh, auto-tune the news. Um, <laughs> that was Shmohoyo. There's like... Three people Ooh. out there who remember YouTube <laughs> channel names who are going to be like, absolutely, Adam, you should have taken the time to say that. You, anyway, you it's guys unclear. remember that toy? Remember that toy um, people used to have sort of around the time we would have been in primary school, the Mihoyo Diablo they used to play with? Yes. Remember that? The Mi- yep. Yeah. Yep. There you yeah. go. That's, That's another one. That's a more one. niche reference than yours, I think. Possibly. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyone who didn't like win the runner-up plot prize on Amazing probably won't yes. know what a Yoho Diablo is. Um, yes. Anyway, it's unclear if they were upset about the introduction of the DLC or the removal of it. Right. <laughs> so, and that's and that's got to drive you crazy. Like, if you're the assassin and you're currently yeah. in a police holding cell, and you yeah. happen to ca- you happen to somehow be granted access to your phone and you see this story, and it's like, what more must I fucking do? Yeah. They didn't even <laughs> take note of my motives. Like. Mark God David Chapman, damn. was he a fan of John Lennon or did he hate him? I'm not really clear on what his motivation was. Yeah, John Lennon went out wearing a bunny costume one day. He was like, God fucking do So fan backlash that complained of the content being disrespectful to China and the character that the costume was meant for resulted in it being r- removed. So with the bunny costumes, right. is there something with bunnies in China or is it like... That they didn't get the, the character didn't get it in China. That's disrespectful to China because everyone else got it. I don't know. That's I think I read the exact same report and I was not sure what it was getting at. Yeah, yeah. So you know, no one got hurt. So great. I think the word yep. assassin is also pretty, pretty generous. If you sneak uh, into yeah. a video game company yeah. with a knife, you're not an assassin. You're a right. I don't know. You're the first three letters of it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's exactly the, it. Like when I read that headline, I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to read a story about a guy like perched on a the roof of a neighboring mm, building mm. with a with a sniper trained on the window or something, and then it's just like, yeah, some nutter got in through security. Nutter. That's a that's nutter. That's, a nutter. that's yeah. that's what it is. Not an assassin. It's a nutter. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got a knife, you you're not able to use the term assassin. You're a nutter. This is a B level <laughs> episode of the Bill. <laughs> you know, yes. that's that's the level that this guy was able to live up to. A forgettable Bill, Bill episode. <laughs> what did what did Roy think? 
Was it Roy? What was his name? Um, don't know. I don't remember anyone. Never watched it from. It's okay. Never watched the Bill. I'm googling the Bill characters. <laughs> PG Reg um, Hollis. That's what PC Reg Hollis. Reg. PG Reg Hollis is him during the day. <laughs> PG. <laughs> <laughs> He's allowed to say night. shit once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Reg um, was the Oh, there guy. was a anyway. One other th- one other bit of news, non-assassin related. Um the Resident Evil 8, the, the next demo, I think, they they posted a thing saying, "We hey fans, we heard you. We're extending the the playtime for this demo from half an hour to one week." Thank fuck. Sanity prevailed in that case. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Yeah, the 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 first two, they were doing three demos. The first two you can only play it during an 8-hour window. And you mm. could get half an hour out of it. So it's the eight-hour window they've extended. I think the, the demo you can play yeah, for an hour's right. length and then it'll yeah. be available for a week. Because they did the eight hours at the same time everywhere. So in parts of the world, it was from like midnight to 8 a.m. that you were able to mm. play this demo, which is fucking yeah. stupid. Now, yeah. I don't want to um, claim that this is purely because of me that this got changed, but I did sneak <laughs> into Capcom with a tomahawk. And uh, next thing you know... They've come to their senses, so you know. I think, I think I'll let the people decide what really happened. I guess there. we have to Who's refer to you as an assassin from now on, or <laughs> thank you, it, yes. if you prefer, a nutter. I guess one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute nutter. nutter. Yes. If you if you assassinate someone by chopping their balls off and letting them bleed out, you are both. You nutted them, so you're Ooh. a nutter. And you're Oof. an assassin because you killed him. Yeah. The sort of That's extreme true. violence you would see in a franchise such as Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the plan was we were going to go see this at the films together this yeah. this week and then do an episode straight after. Uh, yeah, that, that couldn't happen because I got trapped in Perth. So uh, I watched a torrented uh, copy of it on the <laughs> flight on the way back <laughs> this afternoon at about... Uh, well, I know this morning actually at nine thirty a.m. Just firing up oh. Mortal Kombat on the flight from Perth. Uh, I oh almost boy. watched it with my girlfriend in the hotel room, and then I thought, no, I'll save it for the flight. And uh, thank God I didn't, because um, yeah, mm. I I I think it would have created serious problems in our relationship if I had forced <laughs> her to sit through this film with me. One of the most dumb boy films that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. This is oh, like the non-comedy God. version of Old School or something like that. Just a, <laughs> yeah. a film exclusively for dumb boys. Yeah. Um, did you watch it all in one go or did you pause it and then uh, later on you had the time to finish him? <laughs> ah, you see, I said the thing from the game. Let's do that 12 times in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I genuinely cunt. did have to pause it I'm midway through because I was like... <laughs> I genuinely did have to pause it midway through because I was like, I need a fucking break from this. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess, uh, yeah. How we, did you? Should, yeah, I think we we all watched it the same way. I, I feel like separately at home or not at the you, cinema. Yes, I streamed it on HBO Max. Um, mm. The <laughs> I, we should probably say that from this point on, we will end up spoiling the film uh, if you do yeah. intend to watch Mortal Kombat. Then you can come back to this later, but we've all seen it, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the whole thing of it. Not that there is a huge amount to spoil. It right. rather no. than spoil, like you can spoil it for yourself by having any guess as to what happens. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I my, so I weirdly enjoyed the first 25 minutes of this film. And then I did pause it to like make a cup of coffee or something and then pretty much didn't enjoy the rest of the movie. Yeah, what was in that cup of coffee? <laughs> a bit of uh, bloody tr- uh, truth serum or something that made me see <laughs> the film for what it was. I... But I, I genuinely, I actually do think the start of it is okay because it, it has this sort of, it starts way back in the old days, like in the 1600s in Japan and there's a relatively subtle beginning to the film. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's as subtle as Mortal Kombat is ever going to get, for sure. Yeah. But you yeah. open on um, Hanzo, who is uh, the b- human, like, regular name of Scorpion in the games mm. as well. Like, a lot of the stuff in this movie is uh, pretty directly uh, tied to or, you know, taken from the stories of the actual games which mm-hmm. is cool in some ways that you know there's at least nine through 11 had really fun stories i thought that i right. quite enjoyed and taking mm-hmm. you know the, the the dumb fun aspects of those and the sort of silly but oddly uh sincere and not deep but you know layered or whatever uh law that's there for mortal Kombat. I, it was more there than i expected it to be right yeah, the so there's this little prologue bit and then there's like a um, little title card thing that comes up that talks about the Earth Realm and the Outworld and yeah. it just kind of flashes all this stuff up at you and I was like, Am I am I meant to know what this is? Like is this assuming like is this a follow on from the three recent games that I'm just expect because it you know, it just kinda goes, Well of course as we all know. The Earthrealm and the Outworld are locked in a tournament. It's like, what's this tournament? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, it really does. That, set that it up. happens over and over yeah. again. It's, yeah, it sort of it, sets it yeah. up more as it goes on, but it, it throws this thing up at you very inelegantly. And yeah. So you guys never it, really played yeah. through the stories of the games, did you? Only. No. Uh, I think I played ten and eleven, or maybe just eleven. But okay. I played. Yeah, I think I played eleven, and I played it all the way through. Played the entire story of it. Okay, so um, did you feel like you knew as a watcher of this movie then what Outworld and Netherrealm and all of that stuff and the Elder Gods and all of that was? Because I understood the story of this movie because I had played those games. But as I was watching it, very much kept in mind, this makes no sense to anyone who is just picking this up as they go. I would Yeah, imagine. I think I, I, I had a vague understanding and like... I think the thing with this movie, and it's like that title card thing is a great example of it. It does tell you what is happening, but it doesn't tell mm. you why, and it doesn't really give you a reason to care. Because it's like, yeah. well, yeah, you can piece it all together. Each scene follows on from the last in a relatively logical way. Yeah, you get that there's bad guys in another realm, and there's good guys on Earth, and there's like a thunder god. But it's just sort of a series of video game cutscenes almost, like... In a video game, you care because you're playing as one of the characters. You have that imperative to, to win and, and to progress to the next level and to unlock the rest of the game. But in a movie, mm. you, you need more motivation. You need more to engage you, I feel like. And I, I feel like that's what most of the movie was. I totally agree. Like The, the story of it is kind of like... It, it's written the same way as like a manual for setting up a printer. Where it kind of tells you what to do, but there's no context. And at the end, you're like, what's a POP server? 
Like I got, <laughs> right. I scanned the document and emailed it to myself, yeah. but I have no idea how. Mm. Y- you know what I mean? What's the main bad guy's name? There's like one Shang point Tsung. where, yeah, yeah, where there's one point where very offhandedly they're like, and you know, of course, if he if they win the tenth tournament, then he'll come to Earth and be able to enslave the entire human race. And it's <laughs> yes. like that's the closest it comes to being able to get you to care because yeah. it's like. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's really bad, I guess. I don't. It's no justification for given for how that is able or allowed so, to happen. But it, world, it just is rolled off just like so vaguely. It's like, okay, I guess that's a big deal. I don't know why it hasn't been mentioned before, but sure, it's right. insane because there is a, like the reason in the games I, from memory is that Outworld and Earthrealm were warring all the time, and then the Elder Gods who control all the realms, who they mention in this but never really give any context to, they were like, fucking stop it. You can't fucking stop fighting or I'm turning this universe around. What you can do, if you want to fight, you can do it once every hundred centuries or whatever it is. And you can have a bunch of champions fight in Mortal Kombat. If one of you wins ten times in a row, you get to have the other one. But you're not allowed to invade each other anymore. Right. right. Because that, see, they that don't even been set that up title the tournament. card at the start. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> they don't set up the tournament. They don't, like, they go, like, man... They don't set up who anyone is in that prologue, but at least the prologue is a, a, a logical, rational little set piece of like, here's a family out in the forest, bad guys come. You get that it's a bad guy. Like all of that sort of emotional stuff is set up very clearly. Mm. Yeah. Um, because it's mostly visual, right? It's like color, like out, like it's literally, you know, visual signifiers. And but you then get everything that it's from that like- point on. <laughs> Right, totally. You get that it's warring ninja clans. One of them's like, mm. for the Lin Kuei, I don't remember which one's the Lin Kuei, and I don't remember the name of the other one, but they're like, we're from different ninja clans. You get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really liked in that bit where the uh, the uh, the guy who is Sub-Zero, when he's talking in the subtitles, it'll, it'll include in brackets at the oh. start whether he's currently speaking in Japanese or Chinese, which is just like, yes. sure, okay, yeah, in, so- in some cases he's like speaking to this guy in his native tongue so and then other times he's not so he doesn't want him to hear but it's just like it just seemed like such a funny detail to bother putting in as if anyone watching this gives a fuck about those kinds of intricacies of language or not i liked it i i I found it pandering i think we have completely different i was like okay it's it is interesting that he speaks japanese at one point he like gets onto this guy's level but it's either like you can hear that he's speaking Chinese by he- hearing him talk and thereby putting ch- Chinese language in the subtitle is pandering right. or, or condescending. Or, yeah, maybe if you can't tell the difference, then does it matter? I don't know. I found it don't, Or maybe like <laughs> don't subtitle the bits where he's talking in Chinese so that then you're... Right. You know, right. you're like the guy he's talking to. Like you can't understand... If you're an English speaker, assuming you're an English speaker, you can't, you know, so it's like that's putting you... More in that, it, well, I, I agree, Ben. It just, it just seeing mm. it in Japanese, in Chinese, like constantly coming. It just, it but sort of looked, it looked weird. I don't know. To, yeah. To be fair, it's only pandering in Chinese because they don't have them in Japan. Pandas oh only boy. live in China. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Hey, I, I, I like the subtitles because I, I like the idea that someone's reading them with the impression that these people are saying like. You killed all the members of the Lin Kuei, so I'm here to take my revenge. Chinese. 
Leave my wife and son alone. Japanese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything else. It's after just a that bit inelegant, you know. It, it, totally. It, it becomes more, this like. We got the champions of Earth. Why are they the champions? Who are they? Why do they have a Mortal Kombat mark? Um, Oh, it turns out there's bad people. Where do the bad people come from? Some other place. And then, yeah, it doesn't even set up. There's a tournament that would be happening. Or like, I guess it mentions it, but it doesn't give it weight. And and Because the entire conflict of the movie is the bad guys want to kill these people before the Mortal Kombat tournament even happens. Yeah, because they, uh, but I guess they reckon they're going to lose the Mortal Kombat tournament in that case. Right. And they, but they yeah. have no reason to think that because they turn <laughs> no. up to where they all are and they go, oh, these guys are no threat to us in the tournament whatsoever. Yeah. Well, we mm. may as well just kill them now anyway. Also, like, yeah. they don't establish this in the film, but they kind of do because it's clearly going by the same rules. If they'd have killed them all that way, then the Elder Gods wouldn't have let them have Earth anyway because they didn't win the 10th right. Mortal Kombat tournament. So they're fucking themselves, Japanese. But uh, the <laughs> <laughs> Or they it's, would have waited funny. for the tournament to come around and there'd be no one from Earth to have a go. Or maybe someone from Earth would turn up and they'd be like really strong. Like they've just killed these weak opponents rather right. than let right. them participate in the tournament and then win fairly. Because the whole I time... Mean, Raiden, who is like the leader of the good guys, he's the protector of Earth Realm, but he's not allowed to actually join in or interfere. He's just allowed to kind of guide stuff. He's like right. a magic lightning guy. He is he keeps shitting on them the whole time. He's like, You're never mm. gonna be fucking ready. Liu Kang's alright and Kung Lao's got a sick hat, but you guys are fuckheads. Mm. And <laughs> yeah. It, especially uh, the main fuckhead, my biggest problem with this movie, because they, they, they bring all the yeah. Mortal Kombat characters in, they absolutely don't give anything enough context. They try to give the characters context with pretty lame uh, expositions of their backstories, just like almost to camera, they just say them. They narrate yeah. their backstories, half of the characters, which is kind of boring. But they, they're there and they look right and, you know, it's a bit of fun. But then they added in this new guy called Cole yeah. something. Cole Young. Young. Cole what Young. What a fucking and he nothing is name. The most fucking blank sheet of paper. He is such yeah. a boring, lame ass character. He's fighting and for he, his family. Yeah, and he gets, I mean, of all, like you said, Adam, yeah, everyone else, you know, just gives their, you know, monologues their backstory, which if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, like, you presumably know these stories going in. The one guy who doesn't do that is the one new character. Who there is no context for going yeah. into this film, like he, well, he he's just uh, like I, we should yeah, I don't we should give a, a little context for the movie. <laughs> we should do what the film didn't. For anyone who hasn't seen it yet, who thinks it's going to be a stupid movie, can't bother be bother wasting their time or money on it. Basically, right. yeah, there's a prologue where uh, the human version of Scorpion, his family gets killed by Sub Zero, and then he gets killed by Sub Zero, and he goes to hell. Flash forward to present day, where a new character called Cole Young is losing an MMA fight. Um, yeah. it's established there that maybe he used to be good, but he's shit now, but the guy's like 26. So when he was good when he was like 19 and now he's like a washed up hack. I don't, none of that and makes he's sense. Got like a 15 year old daughter who I thought yeah. was his sister. And yes. then I guess the, the woman who I thought, uh, th- then he's got a wife as well. And I guess I thought that was like his yeah. girlfriend, but that's his wife and the mother of his like late teenage child. Yeah. yeah. 
and which then is a strange yeah he i forget how gets pulled into the world of mortal kombat um he meets sonya blade he meets jacks so jacks finds you, him Jax oh, and Sonya Blade right. are like, that's they're right. tracking down the, the people with this dragon mark, which are the people right. who are like the chosen defenders of the world. And Cole has a reason to have one because he is like the distant descendant of Hanzo, who was Scorpion, yep. because like there was a baby who they hid and the, the baby survived yep. and Raiden raised the baby. And then it's long later and it's a distant relative. But yeah, it doesn't, oh, it does explain why Jax has the dragon thing because he killed someone else who had the dragon thing. Sonya like oh, says that later that. on. So he, they were like, they were looking for some guy and they killed him or Jax killed him. And that's why the mark transferred over to him. If you kill someone, the mark transfers to you. Yeah. If I you miss kill that. Someone who has the mark. <laughs> yeah, well, he did it in Afghanistan key. because yeah, he right. like, he's, he's looking for Cole Sub-Zero comes to try to find Cole because Sub-Zero is going around Earth trying to kill all of the combatants on the orders of Shang Tsung, who is like the leader of Outworld. Um, Outworld being my favorite alternative clothing store. Uh, and then <laughs> he tries to kill them all. He rips off Jax's arms. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Sonya explains all this shit to Cole and like, blah, blah, blah. I guess we, we figured it out. But you know that he uh, is a soldier because Jax says to Sub-Zero, I did six tours, fuckhead, or something along <laughs> yes. those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah. yeah. God, the movie is littered with dialogue like that. It's like, okay, right. you, had to, you had to reveal something about the... It's a, a terrible quip. It doesn't make sense in the scene. Mm. Six tours of Afghanistan. You, that's... I don't know if that's a good thing. Like... Maybe Jax is a bad guy, <laughs> but well, that's also, my opinion on <laughs> How do you think you're going to win? Like, you did six tours of Afghanistan. How many fucking magical ice ninjas did you fight there, dude? Like, so what? <laughs> yeah, one or two. But, yeah. That's not enough. That's Yeah, but yeah there's so a lot of Jax that. Jax gets his arms ripped off. Carl yeah. Kano. Maybe the Kano only good thing up. about this movie. Kano's pretty good. Josh Lawson, who is uh, an Australian actor, and there's a lot of Australian actors in this, or at least two. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, one of them, the beautiful Barossa Valley, is in there. Um, they, <laughs> yes. they, it's, it's all filmed in South Australia. So, yeah, right. the, the lady who plays uh, 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 Sonia Blade is Australian as well. And um, mm. Oh, and like the, the guy who's like... Uh, runs the MMA gym. <laughs> One of the first people you see in the film yeah. is the uh, the guy from the old Hungry Thirsty ads uh, for uh, yeah. for oak chocolate milk. Yeah, flavored <laughs> very, milk. Yeah, if yeah. you're outside of Australia, a very very famous um, uh, uh, chocolate milk commercial with like this like grizzled old man sort of talking to you about you know you get all you get all fucked up when you really you're so thirsty that you're hungry this like very iconic australian ad so he's like kill hungry, he's one of the first dead. people that you see yes. in the film yes. which is very funny yeah um so yeah he was around um and then yeah kano is just like an australian dickhead He's like a mercenary yep. dude. Sonya has found him, tracked him down because he has the mark because he killed someone with the mark as well. She's trying it's to so find weird. everyone with the mark as well. That the, the, these, uh, the, I just I was like, oh, Kano's like special. He's got a mark. I just did not get this whole killing people to get a mark thing because it's like, who cares? Like these are the people in the movie. 
Just say that they were born with the mark and they're one of the Mortal Kombat people. It's just an I guess it's, unnecessary wrinkle. Yeah, I guess it's an explanation to like get these people who are in quotes normal to have it, I suppose. But it's yeah, not and the necessary. whole storyline of them like having to awaken their power. What's and it called? Yeah. What's the dumb name for this? Akano or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, <laughs> Makano. That's what the it Meccano. is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they also I guess they set up the fact that you can kill someone to get their mark because Sonya doesn't have a mark, and right. towards the end of the movie, she kills Kano to get her mark to get her powers. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. Spoil yeah. later on. But yeah, so, so they fight off a lizard. Yep, a reptile. Uh, and then they're a off bit of a to reptile find... dysfunction. Ha <laughs> A reptile dysfunction is pretty good. That's when um, <laughs> even if you're licking a lizard, it stays floppy. Um, <laughs> they travel and that's a cool off sequence. The, the reptiles like invisible yeah. and yeah, kind of I'm still on board probably at this point. Yeah, yeah. He pulls his heart out in a you know fatality yep. type of thing, which was the good level of. Direct reference without fucking milking it too hard. That was about mm. the level of Mortal Kombat shit that I could take from this movie. And they push it further and further as we go on. Because, like... Which, the, yeah. <coughs> they end up travelling um, to this, like, monastery thing and there's some caves in the middle of nowhere that Kano knows about because they used to run guns nearby. They they travel out there because they want to find Raid and Sonya and Jax have been like tracking down all the information and they know about Mortal Kombat somehow and they they want to go there and find it and fight and and win this thing, so they're taking everyone there. Cole is trying to be the audience surrogate like the everyman mm. dude, but he's not even really asking any questions. He doesn't seem bewildered by anything. He seems resistant and boring the entire yeah. fucking time. <laughs> he is such a shit yeah. character that fucking sucks the whole way through. Man, he sucks. Because, like, not to skip ahead, but towards the end, they get into a bind, right? They're, they're in that void, Raiden takes them to that white void. Oh, They've yeah, been beaten yeah. down at this monastery. Because the middle bit is basically them just, like, meeting the rest of the characters. They try to learn how to do this stuff. They can't quite do it. But then they get attacked by the Outworld people. Right, there's yep. not a lot of meat in the middle. It's a lot of fucking about, yeah. and so a lot of fucking okay about. A bit of fighting, bit of yeah, fi- fighting in the monastery. Goro goes to um, boring guy's family, tries yeah. to smash him up. Boring guy gets his plot armor. He smashes up Goro, but yeah, basically a lot of like cutting between different fights. Some yeah. shots of the outworld. Some sh- a lot of shots of this boring monastery, um, and then it all climaxes yeah. in more fights at the end. That's some training. Kano betrays them, which of course mm-hmm. he was going to. He's a cunt. And then yep. uh, they Oh, just quickly. Yeah. Mm. There's a there's a bit where Kano's trying to work out his power and he says to uh, he says to one of the guys in the monastery who has a sh- doesn't have his shirt off at the time, he refers to him as Magic Mike. Which I just think is funny in this world where there's a tournament. It's like a you know this parallel universe two hours where there's a tournament between an an an, an outworld and our world, but the Magic Mike movie still exists in this universe, <laughs> yeah. which Not, yeah. which really it's like the one pop culture reference in there outside of Mortal Kombat, and it's <laughs> and it's Magic Mike. Yeah, Ma- Magic Mike XXL came with the Alien DVD uh, DLC already on the disc. 
That's a Mortal Kombat <laughs> reference, you son of a bitch. Speaking of Mortal Kombat references, all through the middle of this, you're getting a yeah. lot of the gratuitous things of them going right. like flawless victory, which fucking yeah. sucks. For that no absolutely reason. Absolutely killed me. Yeah. I no fucking reason hated whatsoever. That. And like, no. look, if yeah. you're going to do that, at least go the whole hog. And have someone get turned into a baby at the end of a fight. <laughs> yeah, right. Like they were pushing it yeah. so hard that I thought that's what we're going to see. And it's just literally just people turning into the camera and s- saying things for fucking, for absolutely no reason. They're saying test your might. They're saying fatality. They're saying every fucking one of them to the point where it gets really fucking annoying. And yeah. so then I think one of them one of them one of them literally says I think Kano says Kano wins. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the, I think that's the first one too. Like right. that might that's actually not even... be with the reptile, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they they they're doing all this shit. They lose to the Shang Tsung people from the outworld. Uh they don't all get killed. Uh Kung Lao does, but mm. and like this some like vulture lady gets cut in half really graphically they start ramping yeah. up the violence towards the back end as you would expect they would in a mortal Kombat movie so then they escape out of there raiden's like i can't actually do anything i'm powerful but i can't help you you need to win this you need to figure this out you need a plan and so then cole here's his great plan that he explains <laughs> hey how about we go kill them yeah that's his yeah. plan one by yeah. one, by I surprise, fucking, let's just go kill them. It made me so mad. And not like gang up on them one by one, just like we'll each take one. We'll do exactly yeah. what yeah. just happened and we lost that, but this time we'll win. It's so fucking annoying and they, they portray it, it like he's had this amazing plan of like, yeah, we'll go, it's like epiphany, it's a heist. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I mean, it. this is the thing that, uh, that I'm in two minds about because this, this tournament is set up at the beginning of the film. And so yeah. you think, okay, well, I know what the end of the film's going to be. Right. And then we literally just do not see the tournament. The tournament, no. yeah. there is no idea of what the tournament may even look like. So on the one hand, you <laughs> go, that's fucking stupid. But then on the other hand, it does give way to perhaps my favourite thing about this movie. It, I really got to respect it for the brevity. It's just getting out of there in a clean mm. 90 minutes. Sure. Something like yeah. this, you think... Oh, there's going to be a big bloated 45-minute fucking tournament at the end that we do not care about. It's Cole comes up with his plan. They ambush all these guys. And they just kill immediately them. do it. Yeah. And then that's basically it. That's <laughs> yeah. sort of the end of the film. I kind of, as yeah. I was getting to the end, I was like, the one thing I can't fault about this, it knows when to just fucking get out. Yeah. It just, it does, a, it does a few sort of showy things at the end and then it just pulls the pin and goes, that'll fucking do it. The end. They you can't forget... They- the actual huh? ending involves Cole punching ice for the entire fight. So that's yes, the bit that we've missed. They kill all of these but people. But his wife is in. So like yeah. this yeah. guy Cabal, who is like a cyborg from Outworld, but somehow knows Josh Lawson, is yep. he dies yeah, and he's yeah. from New York as well. Um, yeah. And then Split Mouth Lady, Melina, I think her name is, she gets killed. They kill most of them. There's a guy with a hammer who never says a word. Um, yeah, he's from they, Mad Max Fury Road. He's one. He's the big. Um, uh, he is too. I forget what his name is. He's the big son of uh, the dude. Fuck, I haven't yeah. seen that Quentin? movie in a while. I can't remember any of their names. Yeah, it's Quentin. Immortan Joe um, was the. <laughs> yes, the son of Immortan <laughs> Joe. Um, and he doesn't have any lines in this movie. He just yells and swings a hammer. I think, which he is all sucks. he needs to do. 
<laughs> and so, and Sang, Shang Tsung can suck people's souls out, and he does that once, but then it never comes back. It really, That's well, right. we'll get to the bit at the end, but it, it looks as though if there's a second one, which I think this is doing okay, that's mm. the tournament, you would imagine. Because, so yeah, right. they get Sub Zero, they're all going to gang up on because he's the strongest one. Uh, they don't, for some reason. Just, just Cole goes. He like jumps through his little smoke portal. And mm, follows yep. him because Sub-Zero took his family. And he's punching them out of the ice. They're all frozen in ice and he's trying to punch them. <laughs> he's not even really looks- fighting Sub-Zero that much. But luckily... It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> he keeps ducking away from the fight yeah. to go and just fucking punch his wife who's like <laughs> It's so in good. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, like- the start of the movie is fu- Sub-Zero freezing Scorpion's family just to death. He just goes in yeah. like, bang, they're frozen to death. But now he's like, no, no, I'm going to half freeze Cole's family. Yeah. Climate so change. So there's a big, yeah. drawn out, dramatic... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Scorpion is there and he's a hot boy. He brings so the heat. So Scorpion is there and his explanation for being there is, I escaped from hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he yeah. rose from hell to come and find yeah. him and he doesn't give any more context. He's just like, yeah, I broke out of hell. Fuck you. Yeah. Does the and get he goes, over here. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, I'm called Scorpion now. Why? <laughs> that was my favorite line. Dude, I'm, you go I go to, by Scorpion now. <laughs> you go to prison and you come out with a nickname. Hell's the ultimate yeah. prison. It makes sense. Or you sense change to me. schools. You change He's got schools a couple of. <laughs> yeah. Give yourself a nickname. Yeah, I'm Scorpion. Yeah. Everyone calls me Scorpion, so you yeah. call me Scorpion from now on. I got on. a BMX for Christmas, so I'm actually Scorpion now. <laughs> so, yeah, they fight. Scorpion kills Sub Zero eventually, and uh, Cole goes back like, to yeah. hell. Yeah, he's like, see ya. <laughs> yeah. I was just on day Can't leave. be away for I, too long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Cole, still for some reason the protagonist of this film, but fuck that character. Um, yeah. He goes off and he's quitting his MMA fighting. And the guy's like, oh, okay, you're quitting fighting? He's like, huh, sort of. And then he he's like, well, where are you going to go? And he's like, I'm going to go to Hollywood. What's in Hollywood? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, it's not what, it's who. And you pan mm-hmm. over to a Johnny Cage poster with no face on it because they haven't cast Johnny Cage for the second movie yet. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's Johnny Cage. So, yeah, yeah Johnny Cage... Very, um, uh, you know, iconic character from this series. But nah, leave him out of this film. Put every character from the first two games in. Leave him out and invent this fucking boring lead character. It makes no sense. Like, because, like, yeah, one of the best things about it is the Kano character. Like, it's actually kind of fun and not a wet blanket. And if you had that plus... Johnny Cage, and you had this film that was just going for it a little bit more. It'd be like, yeah. The story in the games that have told it, I think a couple of the games now have told like the original story is Johnny Cage as the Cole role because he's just this dude, he's an actor, and he happens to be one of the chosen ones. So he gets brought into this world that he's, you know, blown away with and and Mm. confused by, but he's like a dickhead actor, and it's a more fun guy to watch go through that sort of thing. Rather than Cole, you know, mm. and like uh, I appreciated that there are a lot of Asian actors in this doing something that is like mm. a Mortal Kombat's been criticised for maybe appropriating that stuff in the past. It's cool to see it, you know, be be led by uh, a, a, a Asian actor, but he sucks and he's played a bad character. So, oh well. I, I mean, think, yeah, I actually, think I, I don't know good. if he's I think a bad everyone's actor. Yeah. pretty good in this. Yeah, I think his material. I think like the two positives. 
I had from this were other than like the you know the script and the story stuff. I think it's well made. It looks good. It's it's oh, got really? kind of like yeah oh, yeah. I I, t- I, I couldn't I, disagree more. I I think really? it's so it poorly lit. It looks like a TV show. It feels like mm-hmm. an uh, an extended length TV pilot. I thought specifically how it looked was fucking awful. I thought the sound design was really good, but yeah, okay. I don't know. I, I, I thought I did. I was watching it on my big 4K TV, and it did not look good to me. I like well, the I mean, um, the the costuming. Um, yeah. I thought the, the the CGI and stuff wasn't great, but I thought they did a decent job of making these characters look like the video game characters without looking too cheesy. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, this kind yeah. of this kind of brings me to sort of my review of it, which is that I think I watched this in the best way that it's possible to watch it on a on my iPad on a plane. So I mean, I'm not probably. looking at it on a big screen, yeah. which probably accounts for um, y- you know my comments about how it was made. Because yeah, as a as a plane movie, as just killing an hour and a half on a flight, thought it was fine. Like mm. you know, had I chucked it on. At home, when I could have been doing something else, I would have fucking hated it a lot more. I think, but yeah, I think as as a as a mindless just just killing an hour and a half out of a flight, it's 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 a good plane film. Sure, it's, you know, which as is like which does not fan, make it a good film, but yeah. As a fan of the recent Mortal Kombat games, like I enjoyed seeing this adaptation of that. Kind of. It it wasn't too badly done. I thought it was mm-hmm. like a, a a good, fun way, about as good as you can get of making like a Hollywoody kind of version that obviously is never going to have the sort of budget or <coughs> time put into it as you would need to make it as good as a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I agree that I yep. think it's kind of a bit of fun and it's easy to, you know, shit on some of the dialogue and to, to be picky about it especially when you're reviewing it and it's fun to do that sort of thing but i also enjoyed just watching it i thought it was it it is a brainless mindless movie type of thing but adds that if you're looking for that if you're having six beers with four friends this is an okay movie to watch if it's rainy and you don't actually get along that well (laughs) six six beers each or six beers between the four of you each (laughs) okay during the 90 minute runtime of this film yeah, wow, that's a hell of a sesh. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's yeah, I th- I it's a the, beer challenge movie. I thought the cast were all really good too. That's the other positive I had. With, I with, thought in, with their pretty average material, I thought they did a with a good job with what they'd been presented. I agree with everyone except for Cole. I I, I didn't think he he brought any sort of anything to that role, which he wasn't given a lot to work with, but he didn't add anything to it either. It was just a he was a nothing kind of thing in that. Right. But I liked, um, I forget her name, but whoever was playing Sonya, I thought she was really good. Uh, Mm. I thought Josh Lawson as Kano was a bit of fun and he was pretty funny at times. Um, Yeah. Everyone else, uh, you know, did the job. Yeah, he seems like he's having a good time up there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's the only thing in the entire movie, um, apart from maybe some of the fight choreography, um, that for me was like of a passable level. I thought this was a terrible, terrible movie. I think <laughs> if you want to watch a martial arts movie, there's f- like hundreds of great martial arts movies you can watch. Um, it just had no reason to keep watching from one scene to the next, apart from talking about it on a podcast. Like it, 
it, yeah. it was it, it looked like a TV show to me and it and uh, I thought all, there was some ga- like uh, Joe Taslam who plays Sub Zero. He's from The Raid, which is a fucking awesome uh, Indonesian yeah, okay. martial arts movie. Yeah, which is it's sort of the Dread style, like or Die Hard style, go into one building and fight your way to the top or bottom. Um, so he's from that. Uh, the guy who plays Raiden is a sick actor. The guy who plays Scorpion has been great in other stuff. Um, mm. Josh Lawson is is really funny in this and in other stuff. You know, he's he's a good actor. But yeah, I just thought this was a waste. It was like a fifty-five million dollar budget, and it, it looks like shit. Wow. Um, and I I didn't I, like it past the far the first fifteen minutes. I'm yeah I'm on the same page as you, Ben, in the sense that yeah I was kind of pretty into it right up until basically they got to the monastery or just right. sort of before there, and then immediately around there I just was like. I just stopped caring. Like, it, you know, it had mm. a bit of thrust. He's like, oh, what's going on here? I've met this person. Okay, they're going to take me to here where we're going to find out. You know, you, you're sort of along for the ride a little bit. Mm. But yeah. then immediately once they're in the monastery, I just uh, just the entire back end. I was so relieved that we didn't. I thought that the whole thing of him going and finding all those people and just fighting them one by one or like everyone taking one person and fighting them, I thought was going to be – the prelude to the tournament, maybe. And, right. I mean, fuck, I was relieved when that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank it, God. I, I really, I wish, it should have been cheesier. Like, it had the same DNA as the Street Fighter movie with, like, Van Damme and stuff in it. And that was, like, st- stupid. It was crazy. Right. It Now you can look back and, and watch that movie and be like, this is a camp movie. This is over the top and, and insane. And I feel like this just, like... Well, it just fell between the cracks of like dull and a waste of time and crazy and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There are the two Camp Mortal Kombat movies from the nineties as well. Yeah, they made right. two of them back then. Yeah, but yeah, I, I want to watch the original one again because I remember liking it, but I was like, you know, eight right. or something. I, I yeah. kind of enjoyed this one for what it was. It is pretty flat and pretty, you know. Um, it's it's fun as just like going oh there's that character from the games I've played you know I enjoyed mm-hmm. that element of it and I thought it was it wasn't like egregiously bad but yeah it's it's not uh, amazing in any way but I had an okay mm. time watching it because I am exactly the target audience for this movie <laughs> in terms of uh, attachment to the games IQ level everything that this movie is trying to get and yep. uh, I thought it was fine. Ultimately, mm. a film that no one will think about one way or the other in about eight months' time. It will I be- honestly might remember them saying flawless victory and bullshit and be like, ah, <laughs> that might be yeah, the one they, part yeah. of it that comes back to me. We might remember it when they announced the casting for Johnny Cage. Um, yeah, the sequel. Because yeah. it's like it's it's made about its budget back and it's like that's from Zac Efron. Like not- oh, that's actually a good, That's I would watch that. I would yeah. definitely yeah. watch that. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you'll yeah, have I to watch it doing... for this goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more excited about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Right? That's my favourite video mm. game movie so far, I think, is is Sonic. Um, but yeah, I, th- I assume this will get a sequel. It's it's doing okay numbers and like it's mostly on streaming. So that's yes. right. pretty yeah. impressive. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and as it was long produced as exp- by James Wan, who is like a good director. I, I just like the director of this is like a first-time director. He's mainly a commercial TV, a uh, commercial director. Yeah, um, 
I don't know. Yeah, someone with a bit more clout tweaking the script and making it like cra- you know, like the Fast and Furious movies. Like, make it that silly, and I'll be yeah. absolutely on board. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely not good, but I don't think it's egregiously bad either. I think it's just like. I mean, for what it's trying to do. You know what I mean? It's just the, exactly the sort of thing you would imagine if you were like, yeah, there's another yeah. Mortal Kombat movie. You 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 get what this is. Hmm. I can imagine if you love the games, you would enjoy this. If you're like I, that, that is pretty much me. Those recent right. ones I think are great. And uh, I, it, I don't ever want to see it again. But the time I watched it, when I like did sort of intend to watch it for this, I I, I don't necessarily want it back. It was okay. I played some Sudoku yep. on my phone for bits of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Uh, you know, I had a. I thought it was pretty bad, but it. You know, I was I was on the way back from a disastrous trip to Perth, and yeah, it really yeah. just kind of capped off the whole experience for me. I was like, yep. Just one more thing on the pile of this. Not every movie needs to be great. Not every movie needs to be great. Sometimes you have like a burger from Red Rooster and you're like, why'd I do that? But whatever. Mm, I I did that last night. I I don't feel (laughs) sick, but I should have got something else. Sometimes you do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay. Yeah, let's wrap it up there. It's bad. All movies should be good. Go watch Kung Fu (laughs) Hustle or (laughs) Fist of Fury or something if you want to see a good martial arts movie. This, Yeah. But if you want to see a good Mortal Kombat movies. movies. Yeah, yeah. I think I you agree. do want people to make bad movies. I think it's your no. fault. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I hated the film, but I, I kind of I think the thing I enjoyed the most about it was knowing that at the the light at the end of the tunnel was getting to riff up a storm about it with you two boys. And yeah, that's a, boy that's howdy. Also we did that. What I was holding on to. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's wrap it up for this week. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for uh, putting up with us doing an Epo the Zoom again. But uh, we should yeah. be back to regularly scheduled programming next week. Um, check out all the Let's Plays and stuff that we've got on YouTube. Filthycasuals.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can find the links to our uh, Patreon. Um, you can get a bonus episode every week on that. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals, finish him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now I like it. Now I like it. Uh, you get it? You just didn't get the movie. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.